It is warm down here. It's not. It, it's cold. It's the basement, it's, and it's winter time. It's warm. I'm warm down here. You're a crazy person. I am not a. I am not a crazy person. Are you sure? Slightly crazy, but my skin's not crazy. And it's warm. Yeah, like my skin. I just crazy. took my hoodie off, and it feels all feels all good down here now. I'm all loosey goosey. My skin's cold. Well, maybe you're the fucking psycho. Maybe. Fucking psycho. Speaking of psycho. Speaking of psycho, what the fuck is going on, creeps and creepettes? Uh, welcome to the Crypt Creeper Horror Show. I am your host, the Cryptid Creep, a.k.a. Gory Martinez, or Jay of Angelic Desolation. Sitting here with the lovely Miss Kenna. Hell yeah. And uh, we are going to do some real killer movies tonight. And do some good shit. We're gonna talk about it. We're, we're eventually we're gonna get to the movie Dahmer, mm-hmm. but first we're gonna be talking about a movie that you introduced me to, yeah. which was actually a made-for-TV movie uh, that I think deserves a little more than that, given uh, the cast and uh, the way the movie came out. But it is the Hunt for BTK. Uh, so this is the Hunt for BTK. It came out in 2005. It was originally a TV drama. Uh, starring Greg Henry as the BTK uh, and Robert Forster, R.I.P., uh, as Detective uh, Jason Magita. It was directed by Stephen K. Uh, fun fact, uh, the BTK was captured in February of 2005, and this made-for-TV drama came out um, in October of 2005. Yeah. They got on that. Or they were already doing it, but they just... They were doing it without BTK in it. How were they doing it without BTK? I don't know. Just given the way that the show was, they are. They you tell me that this TV crew knew more shit than the fucking cops and FBI? No, I'm talking about like they were filming it without the actor as BTK. But then once they caught him, they found the face, so they found an actor. How would they know that they were going to catch the BTK? They didn't or the Illuminati. <laughs> so the Illuminati made this made for TV drama. I don't know who this is. Not Stephen an Academy is. Award winning movie. A made for TV drama. What part of the Illuminati is this? Are these, is this like the fucking B team? This is how is this I, the B team of the Illuminati. <laughs> every time someone goes off about the Illuminati, this is exactly what I think. I'm like you're just crazy people. You're just throwing Illuminati. The stuff. Illuminati knew that they were going to catch BTK, so they yeah. had to cash in. But instead of making an a, 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 a Academy Award winning movie, yeah. they were like, what if it's just a TV drama? They can't be that obvious. They can't be that obvious. That is a good point. That is a very good point. Why don't we get into talking about reality here? <laughs> get back into this fucking movie. All right. Hunt for BTK. Walk us through it a little bit, Ms. Kenna. All right. So I showed you this movie. Because we're still in a goddamn lockdown and we're sick of being at home, so I had to, I had to start pulling movies. Yes. Yeah, it, I'm sick of it. In all honesty, you showed me this before the lockdown. I just think you had me locked down, giggity giggity, getting married in May. But I showed it to you, and then I was like, "You want to watch Hunt for BTK?" And you're like, "I don't remember that movie." I'm like, "What?" Yeah, okay. And we, had to, yeah. we had to go through. You used to smoke a lot of pot back in the day. I definitely smoked more pot than I do now, <laughs> um, which was probably a good thing. I should be smoking more 
given the current circumstances. Uh, FYI, hashtag you got the vaccine. Oh, I did okay. I did okay. You're still here. I'm. I'm not. You're dead. not a zombie. I. I don't feel beeping coming from my arm. I don't feel magnetic in any way. Okay, so, so Bill I'm Gates dead. did not put that tracking device in there. Even if he did, like I have a social security number and shit. Like I have a driver's license. I have a credit card. They know where I am anyway. Cell phone. Cell phone. Toby's probably tracked. Toby doesn't have a chip. Iggy not that you know of. Not that you know anyway. of. The deep state, bro. All right. Anyway. anyway. So I think they did a great job on finding someone with an uncanny fucking resemblance to BTK. Yeah. Even his mannerisms and everything he said, everything he did, and even his face looked exactly like Greg BTK. Henry. He did good. He did fucking Henry. really good. Yeah. He even has the wispy eyebrows. He even practiced the court case, uh, the, the the behavior in, in the actual court case where you can watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good on fucking Greg Henry because that was an amazing performance. So after BTK went off the grid, as far as the serial killer grid, mm. uh, he was working for, what was it, Animal Services? Uh, code enforcement. Code enforcement. Because he was running yeah. around like measuring people's grass length and whatnot. Fucking serial killers, dude. If somebody comes up and tells you that your grass is 1.2 centimeters higher than it's supposed to be, they're a serial killer. Just call the FBI. Yep. They have to be, or they're going to be a serial killer. Mm. Facts. So this movie, like, Picks up way after the Otero murder, the Otero family. The murder. Otero family, yeah, way after because that was yeah. the first murder. Yeah, but all of this gets hashed up by this a novelist who wrote a book and went on the news talking about the book that he wrote about BTK. And what did that do to BTK? BTK, that was his story to tell. That wasn't this motherfucker's story to tell. And they brought this motherfucker out of hiding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that was planned by the FBI, we'll never know. Because he was super vocal with the with the um, with the police, and then he just kind of dropped off the grid. But his daughter came out with a book. I haven't read it. And I haven't read it either. No. I've heard a couple reviews, but I the reviews that I heard was pretty much that it was her talking about how they her dad was weird but they had a regular life like you're not that's the thing you're gonna read it and you're gonna be like there's gonna be some good shit in here and it, it's not gonna be her being like i walked in the garage and he was tying up a woman and gutting her like you're not gonna get any of that good shit no they didn't serial killers who keep a family don't show this side to the family i mean kuklinski's fucking book might be worth something but it'd be mostly about him smacking around everybody it's not going to be about him doing like mob hits and shit no kuklinski loved his daughters he loved not his so, daughters but he smacked so the fuck wife. out of his wives yeah, yeah yeah but um no any anywho that's another thing that i always wondered about serial killers too is like um how dangerous would one be that does not care what you say about them because a lot of serial killers like especially in like their 30s and i i can understand this in the 30s just like just like you you feel like powerless 
like your life went nowhere. Because when like when you're in your twenties, like your whole life's before you and you can conquer the world. By the time you hit in your 30s, you're like, oh, shit, I might be working at this mail carrier facility for the rest of my life. And I might be booked. This is where I am This is me now. (laughs) And so the serial killer mind of like wanting control and taking control of something. You have control of something. Life and death. You can take somebody's fucking life, you know. And I, I wonder, but they also want recognition. Which is why a lot of them, like, I think Richard Ramirez, like, even he got caught, but he was down to do interviews. He liked the cameras. He liked all that shit. And you get BTK that flipped the fuck out over this because, like you said, it was his story to tell, not somebody else's fuck you. You know, and a lot of them get to tell their story. What would ever happen to a serial killer if they were like, this, you know, like, let's say it's like 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 a six foot two Japanese guy who just like starts murdering people and they're like this this is more than likely a white dude who's like five nine and doing it for this reason or that reason and that guy just says i don't care i just want to kill how dangerous would that be like would you be able to catch that individual who says i don't care what the rumors are i don't care what the legend is going to be about me i just want to kill like zodiac like zodiac yeah i mean he he phoned in and he said some shit, and he yeah. sent puzzles, but in, in the end, he just kind of killed and fucked then just off. fucked off. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just kind of fucked off and said, I did my shit. That's or, a whole nother conspiracy episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, we also, we're going to do Black Dahlia, too, because that was also a movie. So it was Zodiac, but we'll get into that. We're still watching that. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr., R.I.P. He's mm-hmm. not dead, but <laughs> he might be by the time this podcast comes out. Mm-hmm. He probably won't be. He's doing just fine. So, um... It was pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. The one for BTK was pretty fucking accurate. Yeah. Like the garage where he kept his little mementos and his keepsakes. and. I like how they caught him because of like current technology too. Yeah. They were able to find out what computer he was using to type his shit up. Did I tell you um, when he was caught. Uh, Indui. <laughs> that tasted like Indui. Thank you, Miss Kenna, for that you're, meal. You're welcome. <laughs> so when when BTK was caught, I was actually I I did a lot of studying under um, a really good professor. He created a youth offender system in Colorado. That could mean two things if I didn't know you. <laughs> he, created, <laughs> he created like Colorado State Juvie system, and I took a lot of classes with him, focusing on like violence, aggression, and psychology and. I focused on a lot of sexual sadism because, like, you know, sex crimes—they're—they're—they're just a little—they're—they're especially heinous. Bum bum. (laughs) 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 But I was writing a paper about BTK when he got caught, and like I turned it in, and like a week or two later, he was freaking caught and sentenced. Like not so you were writing about him before he got caught. Yeah. And I was saying how he was a sexual sadist and um I went into a lot of details that I couldn't Were you like, I bet that fucker's got a goatee. Yeah. And I turned <laughs> the paper in a week later he was caught and then a week after that I got an A. You got an A paper. because you were right. You yeah. called it. And then a short time after there was a uh sadist rapist uh-huh. that was running around Denver that I 
before they even knew anything about him. I was like, that's a sexual sadist right there because he's raping like four women a week. If I would have went to school with you or even have been that teacher, I think I would have nicknamed you Clarice. Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dr. Swanson. He was, he was a wonderful person. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the movie 100%. Uh, if, if you haven't seen it, you should definitely check it out. Um, uh, fucking Robert, uh, or oh, sorry, Greg Henstry spot on. Fucking Robert Forster, though, mm-hmm. the man, RIP, Jackie Brown. He always plays a good detective. I think he was born to play a fucking detective. You know, there's, yeah, there's, there's a few actors, there's a few actors out there that are born to play a certain role. And like, I think. I think Patrick Stewart was born to play Professor X, 100%. I think Hugh Jackman was born to play uh, Wolverine. I don't know why I'm just bringing up X-Men, but uh, Robin Forster was born to play, like, a cop slash detective. Like, I think if if I had been a part of a robbery and he would have arrested me and sat me down, I think I'd ride on everybody. Like, I trust you, Robert Forster. I trust you. I think you're ranting about about superheroes for the next part. I yeah, I'm gone. I haven't seen Wonder Woman 1984, and I'm bummed about that. And I don't want to get HBO Max. Which bullshit! We already fucking have HBO. Don't know why I have to upgrade. It's Disney's fault for setting the precedent. Yeah, fuck Disney. Fuck Disney. They always shove stuff down our throats like a ghetto gagger fucking... Yes! Mm-hmm. That reminds me. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Disney+. Plus. If you haven't had Disney+, Plus, uh, it's easy to get. And it's got Mandalorian and all kinds of other things. Disney+, Plus. you might as well suck our dicks. Anyway. <laughs> you think someone from Disney will hear that and be like, technically they plugged us and we'll get like $1,000 or something? Probably not. Fuck, Fuck no. Probably not. We, probably we, we did it for us. free. We did it for free. If anything is Disney is for, it's for them. Fuck themselves. Disney and fuck everything they stand for. <laughs> but if Disney would like to sponsor this podcast, I'd be down to plug a little bit. I'm down to suck a dick where I got to. No. Okay. No, Disney. Fuck you, Disney. Fuck you. Disney. We don't want your millions of dollars. You got rid of Frontierland. Fuck you. I will, you know I, what you did. I will work. An eight-hour job growing. Oh, I grow weed. I'm good. I grow weed. Your job sucks. But I grow weed. Watch Hunt for BTK. It's wonderful. Hunt for BTK is a fucking awesome movie. Um, it's all-star cast. And, uh, oh, man. Just uh, just how close that fucking Greg Henry is to BTK. And, like, almost identical. Like, if, if, you, if you Google the movie right now... Um, it says one of the actors in it is Dennis Rader, the BTK, the fine torture killer. Uh, that's how good it was. Mm-hmm. It confused the algorithm of the internet. <laughs> All right, motherfuckers, we're going to take a quick break. We will be back to talk about Dumber. All right, you guys sit tight. Me and Miss Kenner are going to go smoke some drugs. Take a rock and you'll be crushed Everything's a filthy That's the 
Okay, so I think that there are mythical creatures at the grow that I work at. You heard of oh, Tommy Knockers? Oh yeah, Crony Knockers. I call them Crony Knockers. Yeah. They've been knocking shit over lately. They have also been making me late for work. Mm-hmm. And that's them. That's not me. That's 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 uh, that's magic. Mm-hmm. It's ma- that's magical beings making me late for work. It's not that the bed's all warm and you wake up at like five thirty in the morning. No, 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 no. It's it's magical creatures, and also they've also been eating other people's lunches at work. And I don't appreciate that. <laughs> 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 all right. Anyways, we are back. And uh, so the next movie we're going to be talking about is Dahmer, 2002, starring Jeremy Renner. It was also Hawkeye. Such a nerd. You're a nerd. I wish I didn't know that. Well, you, you bar- made me a nerd. Well, you do now. There you go. And Artel Great, uh, directed by David Jacobson, uh, 2002. Goddamn, what a what a great year to be alive. Oh no! I was a senior in high school. In two, you weren't a senior in two thousand two. Yes, I was. I was a senior in high school. I'm a year ahead. Of you. Yeah, I graduated in two thousand four. I did in two thousand three. So I started. You in started in two thousand two. Okay. I'm older than you. Slightly, only slightly. So, anywho, talk about the movie. I I really enjoyed it. I think it it kind of gave a lot of backstory as to his like um his uh neglectful parents. They weren't like physically neglectful. They were like emotionally neglectful. I think I think it it showed another um another side of the nature and nurture for mm-hmm. a serial killer. That it doesn't necessarily have to be like an abusive household. It could also be a neglectful one that can cause part of the nurture part of the serial killer. Yeah. But I I did enjoy um, that it kind of went back to the whole killing at the house and kind of showed him growing up a little bit, not as at as much as like other movies. Yeah. Seen. Oh, and they mentioned the chocolate factory. Mm-hmm. Him working in a chocolate factory. Yeah, making little chocolate Santa Clauses. Do you think he was ever had like a packing job there? Like, just for instance, off the top of my head, do you think that he was packing fudge? Oh, most likely. Most likely. And little Santas. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, I, Jer- I thought Jeremy Renner also did a great fucking job. Yeah, I and playing Dahmer. I think he did a really good job. I think he did too. I think the director kind of played on the gay thing a little bit too much. Was that the, the director or the writer? Either one. I don't know whose fault it is. It's someone's fault. Well, the director let it happen, so I guess it could fall <laughs> down on him. Uh, yeah, him raping dudes in, in clubs. That was probably not correct. I don't, I don't, I don't remember if that's correct or not. With him roofing? I yeah, I don't think it was. I knew he picked up a lot of his victims at the club. Yeah, he picked them up, but he brought them home and then yeah. he did all the stuff. But as for like the sex rooms in the back, I don't recall if that's correct. 
don't that either. That doesn't seem correct. I don't know. Let me know if I'm wrong. Oh, I'm gassy. Every time. Every time you make dinner and I do the podcast. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, well, if we lose listeners because of my gas, we didn't need them in the first place. They're, they're burps, not not thoughts. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, at least it's 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 a top gas, not bottom gas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. It's a gift of the podcast that I'm not farting into the fucking microphone. Anyway, <laughs> no, I, 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 um, the the scene, especially with Dahmer, um, who was known for uh, attacking people of color, um, the scene with the one kid, was he Filipino? I think he was. I think he was Filipino. Filipino that got away. Um, how accurate was that scene with uh, uh, the two African-American ladies who saw him and then they decided to call the cops. Because I just thought he went directly to a cop car. And they gave him back to Dahmer. I'm not I'm not sure about that. Like, I thought I that's what, what happened. Homework and reread the whole Dahmer case file, but I didn't. From my recollection, um, that that's what happened. Is that he managed to stumble his way, like, naked and bloody to a mm-hmm. cop car. Uh, that officer, by the way, uh, last year was given uh, some kind of like retiree medal of honor. He's the officer that was responsible for returning the kid back to Dahmer, which Dahmer later did murder. Yeah, and I actually saw an interview with him that um, he actually regretted it. Like he thought about it every day for the rest of his career. Oh, I bet. I bet that would fuck with you. Yeah, you should. I would, in my opinion, if I was on the force, I would have just resigned. Yeah, be like, damn, moved. Be like, I'm gonna move. I literally fed a serial killer. Yeah, I mean, literally, because Dahmer ate these motherfuckers. Well, you know, they have to go on probable cause and all that stuff. So technically, I'm just saying, bloody Filipino kid tells me this guy's trying to kill me, and then you give him back to the guy this kid said. I mean, the least they could have done was brought Dahmer in for questioning. They didn't even fucking do that. They didn't take this kid and be like, no, we're going to take him to a safe place until we figure this out. Yeah, we're going to take him to the hospital. We're going to figure this shit out. They were just like, oh, okay, well, I guess you can have him back. Well, it was the 70s where if you were drunk driving, the cop would, like, follow you home or he would have you pull over and drive you home. Yeah, but bloody in your underwear is a little different than drunk driving. Yeah, that's true. Toby, what you Toby's doing, Toby? joined us. Yeah, Toby is now a part of this podcast. Yeah, he's excited. He's, he's shaking all, with he's excitement. All shook, he's all shook up. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, tell me what you thought about the whole um, the whole love triangle thing that was going around with that victim that he met from the store, or supposed victim. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like they played into the relationships too much. I would have much rather enjoyed a Dahmer movie that just focused on the brass tax facts, you know? I think that this, this happens a lot with serial killer movies. Um, Humanizes them. They, yeah, they try to show their human side, which, uh, okay, yes, at the end of the day, they are human beings as we are. But the same token, I think just the art of Hollywood is to try to show 
the human outside of the monster when the actual fact is monsters is monsters, man. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. It's kind of like how the point we got to with the Bundy movie. We tr they tried to um, recreate the interpersonal relationships that they don't know exactly yeah. what went on. Well, that Bundy movie, though, they also tried to make, because they had Zac Efron, they tried to make Bundy a sex symbol. And for all you ladies who got your, your goddamn loins all moisty over that movie, there's some shit that... that fucking Bundy did that would dry any sane vagina up immediately. <laughs> uh, including having sex with the dead bodies, decapitating the bodies, having sex with their mouths, like shit like that. Like, he was a monster. And, and but this though, is about Dahmer. I know, this is about Dahmer, but it's the same deal. Yeah. Is that, like, if you have a soft spot and be like, oh, poor guy was neglected. Nah, he ruined lives yeah. with his psycho shit. I understand that, yeah, it, it, it's a mental thing, but these motherfuckers don't deserve to be in our society, and I still don't understand why Hollywood tries to humanize them. Yeah. Like, if they made an actually good Richard Ramirez movie, which they've tried to make the movies, they don't work out, but I wouldn't want to see his, like, the sad shit mm -hmm. that happened because he caused more pain than... uh then he endured. Then he endured. Yeah, exactly. There you go. But I did like that they included the... So, at the grandma's house. Oh, the trunk. Yeah, the, well, the box. The box. the box. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was a box. So, that is true. So, he did have a severed head in that box. Mm hmm And his dad almost discovered it. But he, that was a true ruse that he um, got him to leave him alone to take the head out to show the box and stuff yeah yeah but you know yeah now he was he was he was killing before the apartment shit i mean they even and uh the the victim uh one of the other victims played by uh matt newton uh lance bell mm -hmm. uh that's it's rumored not there's there's not actual police evidence of it but it is rumored that um he did kill a kid back at his parents old house yeah, i believe was in ohio and uh cut him up and then the room the the legend i should say legend we should call it legend has it that he bashed him up in a plastic bag until he was pretty much just mush yeah. And then buried it. Yeah, yeah, that's the legend. That's as the legend goes, but not entirely sure that. Toby, I'm sorry. Are we are we upsetting you? He has stuff to say. What do you want to say, buddy? <laughs> no, he wants to say nothing. Well, for what it is, I really enjoy that movie. I've watched that movie probably at least 30 times. Because I do enjoy it. It's a, it's a it's a good fucking flick. I do too. No, no, I, I definitely do. Yeah, I really enjoy the fucking club scenes with all the yeah. date raping yeah. going on and him getting perpetually drunker and drunker. The yeah, yeah, more he yeah, does yeah. It. Well, and that, that was another aspect that they brought up is that he was a fucking alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I just thought Renner did an awesome job at like being this weirdo, especially now that you that you kind of consider him as like 
if, if you look at his career now, he's like the hero, the buff dude, the savior. But um, for him to be able to play a weirdo like Dahmer, kudos to him, man. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I like the I like the scenes where he's picking up prostitutes because that's also where he got a lot of his um, a lot of his victims. But he didn't kill every one that he picked up. It was the ones he wanted to keep yeah. with him forever. It's the ones that he found somewhat of a connection with. Mm-hmm. If you connected with him, holy shit, you were dead. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was the ones that he just was like, "This is just sex. I'm just trying to, you know, bust but- the load, then I'm out." But if you connected with him, he wanted to keep you. And that was a big reason for him eating people because that was kind of a ritualistic way of keeping them forever inside of him. Yeah, he he wasn't. I don't think he ever really wanted anyone to die. Really? No, he wanted them to stay forever. But they but if they left, but that reverts back to his childhood. Exactly. Everyone fucking left. But if they left, he couldn't have them leave. So he had to make them stay one way or the other, yeah. which reverted to killing, which is why he was trying to make zombies on top of that. Because mm-hmm. he's like, well, maybe I can kill them and then bring them back to life. And then they could. However, he was he was a chocolate maker, not a fucking scientist. And that's why his experiments didn't work. It, it always reminds me of that <laughs> Simpsons episode where like the itchy and scratchy robots where they do like a tip of the hat where they pull their things off and they see all the wires. And Marge goes. See, Homer, see all the stuff inside the robot? That's why your robot didn't work. It's the same thing with fucking Dahmer. It was like, do you understand the shit? Like, read read something Dr. Frankenstein came up with, because he's not closer than you ever fucking did. To actually bring in something. Acid in the brain. But that's the other thing, too. (laughs) He didn't even try electricity or anything. The Frankenstein story's been around for hundreds of years before he did this shit. He thought acid in the brain would make a zombie? Mm-hmm. Right, Toby? Am I right? Do I got a point? I got a fucking point. Anywho. All right. This is going to end uh, this episode. Uh, apologies for any sound problems in the first one. I'm still getting used to the microphone. When uh, Sarah Slaughter isn't here, um, my dumb shit ass is in charge of uh, uh, electronics. And um, I am a caveman when it comes to technical shit. Uh, but anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed <laughs> this anyway. Uh, check out Angelic Desolation, uh, my band. And uh, we got merch. We got, uh, um, we got CDs, EPs, CD EPs, EPs and CDs. And uh, hope you guys like this. Uh, Viacom Diablos, motherfuckers. Later. Bye.